Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of summer. Hello, how are you? Thanks for coming back. I don't know what to do now that we're on video because I normally just sit there and look out a window when I'm doing this, but I hope you're doing great. Across from me and this weird oblong table. It's not, why do you have to, why do you have to, it's every time. Here you come to the show. I'm sorry that I'm bringing a lot. Help me. You come to the show with all this positivity, but what you're hiding underneath is the the negative things you're going to say, and you wait until it's the show starts. This is why we have this long of a table between us, I'm because so of its be violence. Here. I'm so happy because to be it is here, violence. Si. Oh, it's nice to see you, Brandon. I'm having such a good day. Hi, show. Welcome to the show. Our table is fucking idiotic. Brandon and I worked very hard okay. on this oblong how about this? Table. How about this? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show where you can finally see us on video. This setup is fucking stupid. It's not that stupid. It's stupid. It's I'm not standing that up because I, I have because a disability. You have to stand up, it so I have insane. to stand up. You have to stand up, so I have to stand up. It's like when the fucking the furnace gets shut down. It's like, well, I'm cold. So I need the heat up so you also have to be hot even though you run 50 degrees hotter than any other human being. Does that I'm person cold. run hotter because of a disease? Do they run hotter because of a disease? Do they have heat brain? That's not a great disease name. You stand because I have to stand. If I had I to understand. sit, if I had to sit. I'm standing because I'm your friend. Did you now? Not, it's not the the, friend, it's the fold in the, the tablecloth is way off to the right. Is that what happened there? Because we're trying to make it dangle in front so it has a nice look, so we don't look like poor people who stacked three Acme tabletops next to one another mm -hmm. to make it look like a real table. It's great to be back live. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Ah, I. Let's talk about your shake. I don't want to talk about my shake. Uh-oh. This is what happens. Sometimes I make, and this is a constant in my life, mm -hmm. where someone will start to tell me something, and then I will make them so upset that they fold their arms. I know you haven't folded your arms, but for you, hands in this the is hoodie pocket is fold. This, that's is a, fold. this is an arm fold. And so it's like a harumph. There's a shoulder drop, and it's like, I'm not, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I do that to a lot of people. Well, it's not that I don't want to talk. It's just, it was just an anecdote a pre-show anecdote that I don't know that deserves any airtime, but yes, when I drink my shake, yeah, Brandon, oh. my smoothie, which is spinach, berries, bananas, pea protein, and a little cranberry juice. Used to be a cherry juice for inflammation. Now it's a cranberry juice because of the gut. When I drink that, uh, because of the disability that makes us stand up together, oof. When I do that, I can't, this isn't great. I shouldn't be doing this motion on camera. I'm going to take that back. When uh -huh. I drink it, I can't like tilt back very easily. Okay. And so I end up pressing it. It's a big, it's a Nutribullet. Okay. Um, is there an animal called a Nutra something that uh -huh. looks like a giant rat? Brandon, look up the giant rat Nutra something. Um, but... When I uh, it leaves a shake mark right, it makes it look like I have a unibrow, um, but it's not. It's just it's shake bits. I'm a gross person. But then it also looks like because you have shake in your mustache, then you have shake up here. It looks like it could be legitimate the hair that you grow. Yeah, I don't. I, it's funny. I just don't get much shake in the mustache. Huh. I just get a I just get a unibrow, a shake unibrow. What'd you find? Uh, yeah, you're right. There's uh, in France the Nutra. Let's see, it's a 
Beaver Rat in German. <laughs> I don't know what. How's it, what's it, what's it spelled? Yeah, what's it's it? a beaver rat. Oh, hey, everyone. My name is Chad, and welcome to National Geographic Germany. We are here with the beaver rat. It's so nice. Yeah, what is what is it called? The Nutria? Uh, so the Nutria, also known as the Koi Poo, is a large herbivorous semi-aquatic rodent. Huh. Gross. Gross. Yeah, it looks like a beaver, basically. Let me tell you something, Chad. When it comes to knowing rats of all shapes and sizes, <laughs> brother, I'm that guy. Fuck. There was a skunk in my garage. That's so, dangerous. So there was a skunk. I've been waiting to tell you this for quite some time. About, it's been weeks now. But as everyone knows, I like to hang out in my garage like a trash person. And so, sure. and I have a little bench out there that I can sit on. Okay. So I'm not out there even working. I'm not even. You're just resting. I'm just resting in my garage. It's like when you need time away yes. from everybody, but you're sick of sitting on a toilet and so pretending I, to shit. I head out into the garage with my phone right. and I just be on my phone in the garage on the bench. Okay. Uh, so I had gone out our front door. And so I don't know. Here's another fact about me. I'm not great at shutting the garage door. Okay. Um, and the people who owned the house before us, they had this thing installed where it's a little it's a little device in their bedroom that if it's red, the garage door is open and you need to go shut it. Okay. And if it's green, the garage door is closed and you did shut it. And so uh, here's a question: Well, if you're gonna invent that device, why not take it a step further and just have a fucking button on there that you I could agree. push? I agree. It's like, hey, dipshit, hope you're only at 9,990 steps? Well, the garage door's open. Here's an idea. If you're going to have that device, how about you look at it before I get upstairs and tell me to go shut the garage door? Yeah, or how about have like a walkie-talkie on it so you could be like, Jenna. Yes. The garage door's the open. Garage go door's shut open. it, you please. Go shut it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I leave the garage door open all the time. Okay. It's one of, uh, it's a major flaw. Uh Hey, so not a flaw. So Jenna will consistently just shut the garage door. Okay. So I walked out our front door for some reason, um, and then I, I'd been out there. I was doing something on the lawn, um, and then I decided I was going to go to my garage hangout. And so I went and I did the code. Okay. So I don't know when the garage door had previously been open. I don't know how long fella had been in there. But I opened the garage door, and here's the worst part. I opened the garage door, and I was, like, on my phone. And I went, and I sat in my perch. I was on my phone for probably three or four minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I looked up, and I was like, that's a fucking skunk right there. Do you think this skunk came in after you? I think he was in there the whole time because he was oh. deep. He was deep back in the okay. corner. Okay. Because um, I heard, like, a little wrestling and rustling. I heard a little rustling, and I looked up, and I was like, that's a, so that's a skunk in the garage. You could have heard wrestling. Maybe it was Pepe Le Pew. He wrestled that cat all the time that he wanted. Remember Pepe Le Pew? Very Imagine, inappropriate. Uh, yeah, just so fucking molesty mm -hmm. and bothersome. And then we were like, <laughs> let's show this to kids. I like the guy who pitched Pepe Le Pew. He's like, okay, it's a skunk and he's French, right? And so obviously, rapist. He's a French rapist skunk, but... We don't want him to rape another skunk. That would Let, be too easy. Let's take it outside the system. Let's find a cat, and in every single 
episode of Pepe Le Pew, the cat accidentally gets painted with a skunk strip. At a certain point, you'd think the cat would just stay in the house and away from paint. Or call the police or start a movement. So I see the skunk, and I don't know a lot about skunks. What is? The, I know you don't go boogie boogie boogie. Get out of here, skunk! Like I know you don't go at the skunk because I think the spray is Absolutely, the defense. That's what they spray. So no, can I? Let me ask you. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but if you okay. are starting a movement against a rapey skunk, mm-hmm. would it be the me pew movement? <laughs> Look at me. Just wait. Hold on for a second. Would it be the me pew movement? All right. <laughs> Sorry, that was the dumbest thing you will hear today, I promise you that. Okay, so you don't know if you go boogity boogity boogity, which you yeah. don't, because a skunk has a certain amount of spray sacks. So what my friends used to do in high school is they would they would go up to a skunk and then avoid the spray sack. And once they the sacks were empty, mm-hmm. then you could go up to the skunk and like pet it without getting sprayed. Because you only they only have so much. They have to they have to refill the spray set. I want everybody who's listening to right now to understand that for all the, the the criticisms and daggers that have been thrust my way about being a hillbilly, Chad had friends who had to come up with a plan so they could pet a skunk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. But when they did it, they didn't go, yee-haw, or whatever you do and click your fucking boots together. <laughs> so I see this skunk. I let out a yeehaw immediately. <laughs> uh, but I, so I, my, my mind went, don't fuck it. Cause I can't, you know how mad, like it would suck to get sprayed by a skunk. Yeah. But do you know how mad Jen is going to be if I've got skunk body? Yeah. And you know what you have to do when you get sprayed by a skunk? It's tomato, isn't it? Tomato? Bathe in tomato soup. In That's t- a lot of fucking cans of tomato soup. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a, I would be a big tomato boy. Yeah. And so, I my plan becomes I'm just gonna sit there and hope he leaves, and I sat there for like forty minutes, <laughs> and he did. He left. Oh, he just left. after a short forty minutes, he <laughs> left. But I agree, you can't fucking move. You what am I supposed you, to do? It's like if a, it's a T Rex, right? You just are still as can be, even if they're right here trying to smell you. You know, because yeah. I've I've encountered quite a few T Rexes. Yeah. You don't move. And uh, it's, it's I've saw it on Jurassic Park, but I think a skunk, if they saw you move, they might. And that's what I lift ass. I wasn't even going to make a phone call. Yeah, I wasn't going to be like Jenna. Could you come out? Like, there's nothing you can do. I just sat there, and I and it was a long time. But I won out, and the skunk left, and we both went on with our lives. I was pretty. Pretty proud of myself. That was v- really good. Thank because you. Because I know that now. Listen, I'm not mocking. This isn't mocking. This is legit. But I know mm. that sometimes when you know when you sit in a one one position for a long time, it's a bummer. You have to get up and stretch and do stuff. And so the fact that you were able to do that's very good. Yeah. You should get one of those buttons that um, turns red when there's a skunk in your garage, <laughs> and then you just know not to go in there. That's what I I I shouldn't. No. Yeah, let's do it. I had a friend who, yes, yeah, somebody, they trapped a skunk. There was a skunk, okay. and they people trap skunks. And you're right, they they push their spray out. Once they have it, you can approach them. Uh, you want to know what people up north in the north country do to skunks? They catch them, and you want to you wanna know how you turn a boy into a serial killer? Oh. You take that skunk. And you take him and you pick him up, and the little kids follow. Because they're like, what are you going to do with a skunk, Dad? Where are we going? We're going 
You go, what are we going to do with him? And then you walk down by the lake, and they're like, is the skunk's home down by the lake, Pa? And then oh, no. you get down by the lake, and they throw the fucking trap in, because it's one of the oh, have-a-heart traps out. where they can't get out, and they throw the skunk in the lake, in the trap, and it horrifically it drowns. drowns. Oh. And the little boy's like, oh, good, good Lord, I'm going to kill a woman 14 years from now. That's how it works. I had That's fucking wild. You yeah, drown an animal? Yeah, I had there was I had a friend who's oh, my older, heart. My heart hurts. Whose older brother, uh, that's how he disposed of a skunk with a bunch of youths around. Yeah, and it's not great. That's, that's uh, you see tough. why I hesitated telling that? There's gonna yeah. be a lot of people that are gonna hate that. Well, They're gonna I, hate I mean, it a lot. I hate it. That actually makes my stomach hurt because uh, I understand not wanting a skunk around. Mm-hmm. I g- completely get that. But suffocating but it just to death underwater? to fucking drown and that's really cruel. My sister, here's how opposite she is. Mm-hmm. My sister has outdoor cats. Outdoor Which cats. are essentially skunks. Outdoor cats. Which recently What would you rather have in your neighborhood? Outdoor skunks, excuse me, outdoor <laughs> cats or raccoons that felt comfortable with people? I can't even answer that because they're neck and neck. Yeah, I hate, out- the idea of outdoor cats infuriates me. Yeah, so my sister sometimes will open up the closet where her children's shoes are and there'll just be some dead birds in there <sighs> because the cats will bring in the food. Recently, and this is so funny, I, I should have been ready for this, I didn't know we were going to talk about it, but I should play this. My sister was like, what's that smell? Because I had, in my cabin garage, I had a baby squirrel that had died in there. It must have got in there in the winter, and it smelled horrible. So I went and got it, took it out, and I go, that's the worst smell I've ever smelled in this garage. And then she goes, "I, I see your baby squirrel from last summer, and I raise you a dead rabbit under my couch. So she lifted the couch up. She lifted the couch up. To find a, rab- a rabbit carcass that the cats must have brought in, she picked up the rabbit carcass and she said, "No less than two hundred maggots." Can they take my sister's kids away for this? I should maybe think about this. Allegedly, let me say allegedly, but it happened. But two hundred, and so she goes. And I was every time I'd brush the rug, mm-hmm. I would see like maggots flip up, and so she goes. She goes right now. My rug is rolled up in the trash can outside, and she disassembled her couch and put it outside for the trash people to come. Get take. rid of the cats! I, Get rid yeah. of the cats! Or fucking, fuck or make them inside you, cats. Do you know how much a couch costs? Yeah, yeah. But here's there's what I'm telling you about her and animals, right? My sister has. There's a cat door in the back of her place, Ugh. and a motherfucking skunk. And I, I'll put this up. A motherfucking skunk. She has a video of the skunk in her place eating cat food by the door. And then she's like, well, look at this little guy. I'm like, bitch, please. You, if this sprays the inside of your home, mm-hmm. you have to move. They have to burn it down. There's not enough tomato soup in the world to get that spray out of your fucking walls and your... You think it was tough having maggots in your rug? Yeah. Wait until every time you fucking lick a spoon, it tastes like skunk. And she just and then she has another video go, guess who's back? She's so calm when this is happening. No. 
She is so fucking calm. Well, you do calm. need to stay calm, but that's, you gotta get, you can't have. Yeah, but well, not Steve Irwin calm, like, uh, hey, there's a fucking shark with its a foot around skunk. my, it's crazy. These people who still have animal doors in their house in today's day and age, what's that, what's going on there? What are you doing? I think it's convenience, but also she lives in the dead north. I mean, it's like one of the coldest places, and so I don't know how she keeps the place warm. I just know that it's warm enough where skunks want to come in and be comfortable and eat cat food, and it's pretty fucking wild. I don't know. I don't know if the cats brought that rabbit in there. There's no video footage. Maybe the skunk did. I have no fucking idea. That just sounds like a disease palace. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, that skunk. When she like sent it. me that video, I I thought to myself, am I should I go ab- pick my nephews up. Yeah. And- am I about to have? 11 more years of material. Yes. Because I'm now raising my nephews and my niece. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie Mac style. I got a call from... You didn't go to college. You didn't graduate college. Let me rephrase that. I went to I went to the building. Yeah. You went to the building. You didn't graduate. Right. And I don't want to talk down to you, but when you uh, complete your higher education... Sure. Um, the... <laughs> You sound like Jane Lynch right now in a bunch of movies. That's very funny. Uh, I got a call last week from the college I graduated from asking me to donate to the college. Mm. And I laughed out loud and hung up. Uh, This is I'm asking the people at home. uh, I can you know, I don't Brandon. I don't know if you went to college. Ask me. Ask me because I have a similar story. Well, I just don't. Who's donating to their college? Like, do you? I, I think some people do. What was it? Would you like? Hey, uh, we got a. It's it's Sheila Colin from ha- uh, Harrison Ford downtown. You bought your Yukon three years ago. Can we count on you for a donation this year? No, I bought a. Fu- what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I I think if you are like a billionaire and you donate a building that leads to the ed- like specifically sure. like my money only goes to building a building that will lead to education and research. I don't think that's what your donations are going for. I think like I don't either. I think there's like it's going for sugar packets in the teachers lounge. It's not a teachers lounge, but I can't and I cannot. Here's what I can't handle: more teachers with more amenities okay these people have had it good enough i work nine months out of the year oh my god i I only got my own classroom with crayons on my paycheck fucking my work day ends at 3 p.m technically but i'll grade some papers at my own convenience i get phone calls from parents because they think this is adult daycare jesus christ enough with the bitching grow up grow the fuck up now i got called from olivia's school for a donation which is why already yeah well you're paying tuition yeah they were like hey do you uh how do you feel about giving us some money for uh, underprivileged students? And I was like, I did. I just did. I have one of those there right yeah, now. Yeah. And I, so if you're paid, fucking check my receipt. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I can't guarantee this, but I bet if you went online and looked up what most of those type of donations. Like you call me like, Cy, you graduated from the University of Minnesota blank amount of years ago. Would you like to donate this year? I bet 
a vast majority of any of that money donated just from a person, just from a personal reach out, goes to complete bullshit. There's no yeah. way it doesn't. I have I have no idea what it goes to. I do know that they probably, like, you weren't their first call. Oh, yeah. They're like, hey, uh, who's, who's education who, that did we give to them that made them become fucking ginormous in their field? Yes. And then they're calling those people. Yeah. First. I, I've got to be at the bottom. I don't know, like, guy who dropped out and juggles. I'm, like, in that. Yeah. They're, like... If they're, like, if this is the new Thompson Science Building, yeah. they're calling you because uh, they need napkins. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll help us, they'll help us steal them. <laughs> yes, exactly right. My friend Cody, by the way. Yeah. Since we're on the subject of teachers, since we're on the subject of teachers, okay. my friend Cody, he will be our Cincinnati producer. We got okay. a whole. What's the word vestibule mean? <laughs> okay, we have a whole group of new producers. Okay. Uh, we have well, we have two. Okay. We always have hay bales. Mm-hmm. He's around. We've added. Uh, we've added young Brandon. And yes, we we're adding young Cody. Okay. Because somebody needs to produce in Ohio. Yep. And uh, so I, I've gotten to know Cody quite well. He was over and we were talking about the show and okay. his role in it. And he threw out that his grandmother won. She was a teacher okay. who won the lottery, like the real lottery. Oh. In the, in the early 80s, she's the one who bought the ticket. Like, a bunch of teachers would pool their money together, and then they would buy the tickets. She won, and then they all quit their jobs. Oh, she actually gave yeah, them she, the money? Yeah, you'll, yeah. I thought you were going to tell me, like, and then she was like, but I bought this one by myself. <laughs> this is a me ticket. <laughs> These are the teacher's tickets. I love the idea that all of a sudden, one day a school just doesn't have any teachers because they won the lottery. Yeah. I think if you're thinking about what's the funniest place that everybody quits their job because they won the lottery. Mm-hmm. Teachers? It's got to be up there. Teachers, maybe. Here's what's great, right? You talk to some strippers teachers. Strippers mid-shift mid is funny. <laughs> yeah. Just leaving a bunch of hardos with boners in their jeans out in the lobby like, what? Where yeah. are they? Wait a second. The numbers were what? <laughs> and just pulls a <laughs> ticket out of a butthole. Yeah. And Lizzo's there like, eat it. Eat it. So... Uh, yeah, that would be a good one. But I think it's funny because teachers can listen. I fucking love teachers. Obviously, yeah, we, we love. We know that. But when teachers are like, "I just want to be a teacher. I have a passion for teaching. I have a passion for forming younger minds," and they're like, "You just won the lottery." Oh yeah, fuck these kids. I was kidding. Yeah, that's when I I was just saying that because I thought I had to be here. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. These kids can suck this dick. I can't even get in trouble because I actually quit two minutes ago. How? Do you, as a comedian, if you win the lottery, do you ever do comedy again? Surely. Do you? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, but I do it, I do it my way. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I do it my way. That could mean a lot of different things based on the person who says it and their behavior. Yeah. No, I, I, I would still do uh, stand-up, but I think it would maybe be a little easier. But, of course, Mitch Hedberg used to always say, the reason I spend so much money is because I want to need money because that makes me work harder. He goes, once you're not hungry anymore, your jokes start to suffer and all that stuff. You can just teach yourself how to be motivated when you have stuff. You that's can. A, that's a very backwards way to do it. Like, I'll, I'm worried 
about my family uh, uh, running out of food. Henceforth, that's why I make sure we have low food at all times. Is this the... <laughs> this is Hillbilly Headburn. I was going to say, oh, I thought it was <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn. Like, we're really going no, into the Warner Brothers actually, catalog. It's actually it's actually Foghorn Headburn. <laughs> it's fucking Looney boy, Tunes. Boy, <laughs> boy, I say if you've ever seen an escalator stop, it turns into a staircase. <laughs> boy, I, boy, I say... <laughs> Somebody once asked me. No, I can't. Let's stop. I can't remember what we were talking about. I don't oh, care. Let me let me tell you this. I was behind a guy, and I was watching what he was doing on his phone, mm-hmm. and he left eleven one star reviews for different things. Great, different places di- di- for different items. And I wanted really? so badly. I tried to take a picture of his phone mm-hmm. and try to take a video, but people around me were then looking at me Dude. and thought I was being a creepo. But I was like, who the fuck, who leaves 11 one-star reviews? First of all, if you're, if you're buying that shitty of products, maybe instead of leaving all these reviews, fucking read a couple. Read a review. Read a review of the product you're getting because that at one point, this has to be on you. Oh, absolutely. Right where you go, absolutely. again? I mean, imagine leaving 11 one-star reviews the week you have to have. Yeah. To leave that many one-star reviews. And then... Yeah, that's a guy going through, like, a divorce for sure. That's somebody whose that, son yeah. just said, I don't love you anymore, Dad. That's the guy going through some shit. Now, this guy was in a first-class plane seat. I just want to tell you that. So it's expensive divorce. So, so he's going... Things are going all right. Maybe he got mm-hmm. upgraded, whatever it is. Um, but then I was like, what kind of person does this? I don't care what news you watch. But he was watching a news program that every time I saw something flash up, and this is all of them, by the way, because mm-hmm. now that there's 24-hour news, mm-hmm. you have to just come up with stuff. Oh, sure. And it's the dumbest, like, did you know that paper straws have more chemicals than plastic straws ever did? Like, that kind of shit. It's like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. That's not the news. And so I'm watching, and then here's what made me laugh super hard. I go, I wonder where this guy's from, right? Mm-hmm. He is full chode, sunglasses mm-hmm. the whole flight. Uh, on the full flight. On the full flight. Spiky hair? Does he got uh, gel in the hair? Kind of shaved. He's a little bit balding. He yelled at the flight attendant because the uh, tray, he couldn't get it to sit right because uh, of stomach. Yeah. And he was upset about that. So he leaves 11 one-star reviews. And I'm like, what What kind of? Per- what am I dealing with here? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe someone's filming me watching him. Maybe this is the whole plan. Yeah. And then the flight attendant is going like, uh, hey, just so you know, you're going to this city. Uh, this is your gate. This is how much time you'll have. Helpful. And they come over to this guy and they go, uh, I see you're going to Philadelphia, final destination. And I started laughing out loud. I started laughing. I don't know a lot about Philadelphia other than the temperament of their sports fans. Mm-hmm. And the word cunt comes to mind. Yeah, sure. Of course. I mean, we've talked about this before, but the, the old stadium where the Eagles played, there was a jail in the stadium, so, they, so the cops didn't have to leave to miss part of the game to bring the hooligans there. Yeah. So I just, but when she said Philadelphia, I laughed so fucking hard. And people were like looking at me, and I was like, oh, uh, you know. We've never talked about this uh, because we don't talk a lot of sports on this show, but the Minnesota Vikings lost in an NFC championship. So there's this big play called the Minnesota Miracle. Right. It was 2018. I'd say so. And 
the final play, they win a game, and they're going to the NFC Championship game, and they have to play the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. And because we are Minnesota and we're a sweet state full of overly fake sweet people, uh-huh. Uh, they they love their news stories about, you know, nice things. And there was this story. Do you remember Millie? I'm not sure. Millie was like a hundred, at least a 100-year-old Viking fan. Okay. And by the way, that's not unique, people. Who, who's this right. character? Listen <laughs> here, people. Hey, people. Enough with these uh, cent... What are they called? Centarian? Centarian? What were you going to say? Enough of these elderly fans. Uh, every team has a fan of their team that's 100 years old. Right, yeah. And I've been watching them since I was a boy. Uh, fucking all of them. But they find the Vikings fan who's 100 years old, yeah. and her name is Millie, and they put her on the news, and she's like, my grandkids are watching the game with me. And you're like, oh, what a neat story. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everybody shares it. It becomes a big deal. Millie becomes quite locally. It's a big local story. Sure. And because Philadelphia is an aggressively aggressive place. Yeah. When all the Vikings fans went there before and after the game, their fans were chanting the words, Dilly, Dilly, fuck Millie. Sure. <laughs> I can actually get behind that. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. You go, your way of trash talking is like, fuck that old lady. Go Eagles. Yeah, I was really on board with that. So during the Minneapolis Miracle, big catch, right? Yeah, big catch. I I said I was lying in bed because I just had my hip replaced Mm -hmm. three days before. Mm -hmm. And I was laying in bed and my kids were up there and Isaac was talking shit like, oh, looks like they're going to lose again. And I go, wrong. Case Keenum is about to surprise the world. And then he threw an incomplete pass. And Isaac was like, oh, is that a surprise? I go, this play. And then that was the play. Yeah. And I stood up, and I didn't realize it, but I walked to the front of the TV, and I was screaming. And my kids were like, ah, you're Walker. (laughs) And so then I realized it, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, So here's why I don't like Philadelphia, because when old people went there to watch the Vikings game, they got hit in the head with a beer can. Yeah, sure. Like, they're throwing full beer cans at old people. I understand dilly dilly fuck Millie. Great That's funny. Super funny. Nobody's getting a concussion. Yeah, no. But throwing full beer cans at old people... You kill someone. ...is ridiculous. Yeah, come on. And and also... There you go. Look at that. Oh, you sound fucking ridiculous. Oh, Yes. I'm free. Uh, that's my that's my impression. And and by the way, I wasn't doing anyone talking. I was doing the Philadelphia fan that ate the police horse shit <laughs> in celebration of them winning the Super Bowl. Do you remember that? Yeah. We won the Super Bowl. What should I do now? Hey, I'll eat this horse shit. Yeah, that's a kill you moment. What a fucking loser. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I gotta tell you something. I'm gonna change the subject here. I uh, as you know, I was in a car accident. Sure. I was the victim of a car accident. Yes, you were, you were, yeah. I mind my own business. I get sideswiped. Now, what happened mm-hmm. was nothing crazy, but there is an indention. It looks like a long scar on the front panel of my automobile. Looks like your car had a C-section, for those of you who are medical fans right. out there. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, <laughs> he just looked at all three cameras. What a fucking nerd. That was so funny. So, uh... I have noticed that people now give me my space. 
Yeah. I've noticed that people don't park as close. I have no, because now it's like this guy, we don't know. Yeah. All bets are off with this guy. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care if he hits us. His car's fucked up. Yeah. And so people are giving me space when I'm moving over a little bit. Um, and I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I got to tell you that I don't think I'm going to get my car fixed. I think that I'm going to insurance fraud. I'm just kidding. So this, this lady that hit me, um, she goes, we'd like to pay cash. Okay. And so I said, uh, hey, no problem. Whatever you guys want to do is fine with me. She goes, can you get uh, an estimate? I said, yeah, no problem. So I go in. Now, by the way, I don't live in the summer. I don't live in a place near somewhere to get an estimate. No. This is an effort that I'm no. putting in. So I go in. I but get you the- do live in a place where you and I are buying an ice cream shop. Oh, that would be nice. That's a, that's a different episode. Keep going. <laughs> so I go in, I get the estimate, I send them the pictures of all the estimate, and I go, all right, here's what it's going to take. And she said, uh, well, my my husband mm-hmm. wants you to get another estimate. Uh, cool. And then he also wants you to send pictures. And I said, yeah, I can't do that. I feel like I've been pretty nice about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. I know you're going through some stuff, but this is taking time out of my life. You hit me, yeah, and I understand. But I've I've done I've given you the total, yeah, and I've given you this. Now here's what's going to happen. I'm going to send you pictures, and your fucking husband is going to bring this to some you know dipshit chop shop, mm-hmm. right? He's got a fuck third cousin that knows that you know. When he's not when he's not involved in underground dog fighting, he does yeah. some bumper repair. Sure. And so then he's gonna go, Well, I got a guy out here. I gave him the pictures. He says he can do it for seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I gonna drive my fucking car to California to get your stupid third cousin to fix it? No, I'm not. So send me the money. Yes. So what I what I actually said, I texted back, I go, Listen, this is uh this is now above what I'm willing to do. Yeah. Turn it into the insurance. And so I said, um, we can, you guys can pay cash if you want. Let let me know, but otherwise, uh, I'll just be asking your insurance to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And then she said, "No, no, we want to take care of it. We just need that second estimate in the pictures." And I said, "No, no, refer to my last text message." So I go, "Whatever you send me from now on, that's my response to it." And then I haven't heard back. Interesting. But I have driver's license, I have phone number, and I mm-hmm. have insurance, so I think I'll be just fine. But interesting, I. Especially for how nice you were. Well, I don't think I was nice. I think anyone would be understanding in that situation. And I do think that her her husband is clearly calling the shots on this thing. Mm-hmm. And so... Just like it should be. Cars are a man situation. <laughs> hey, honey, dictate this for me on your phone. Tell him that your husband wants a second... With one hand, make my sandwich with your other hand, you fucking bitch. Um, yeah, so I, I I do think that he's running the situation, but and, and it has to also be like, well, I'm the one that caused this, right? That's probably what she's feeling. Yeah, I'm the one that caused this situation, your so fault. I'm just gonna listen. Sure. Um, but uh, I she's just, caught between I can't a be rock and a, yeah. I can't be running all over. I went to the Chevy place because my car is a Chevy. So you went to a very reputable place. It's not like you went to yeah. Don's Auto Body and yeah, right. other things sketchy. Right. I'm, I'm not, and, and I'm take it to a Ford place. Well, that's going to cost more because they're going to have to order the part from a Chevy. Sure. Version. So I don't know what they're thinking I'm going to do if I'm going to go down to, if I'm going to go to Home Depot and find somebody in 
some Carhartt pants and mm-hmm. go, could you fix a car? Yeah, sure. For under $500? Sure. I'm not going to do that. I uh, I got hit, as you know, in a parking lot, a white woman, SUV. Right. What was your lady driving? A car. Oh. A car car. Explains her kind demeanor. Yeah. Uh, white woman, SUV, bumped into my car. Very slow speed, horrendous dent because I drive a Honda Civic, um, which can't surprise anyone. I might as well be be driving a Wish, and uh, <laughs> they. It was this devastating dent, and uh, somebody, uh, somebody I know is like, "Oh, I just let's just heat it up and use a plunger." And I was like, "What do you mean? Ah, I just fixed it, so the dent's gone." So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that that helps your story at all. It doesn't because it's not a dent. It's Yours a is full a C-section scratch. scar. Yeah, and it goes from the front panel onto my door a little bit, mm-hmm. and so they also have to do door stuff. So I think that's what the problem is going to be. Since we're talking about how crazy gals can be, right? I don't. Were we talking, Brandon? Since we're talking go back about on how that crazy can you read gals me back the are, court report. I would like to, I've been wanting to talk to you about this forever. Okay. Uh, Because when I was in my garage recently. When he was a young warthog. I came across a story uh, about a woman named Vivian 2. Vivian 2. Vivian 2. And this is not AI. There's no Vivian 1. Okay. There's no Vivian 1. It's T-U. Oh, Vivian 2. Yeah, there's there's no original Viv. Okay. Um, unlike OV original Viv, the Fresh Prince OV. of Bel Air, where there is oh yeah, that's definitively right. an original Vivian. There's a Vivian too. So this is about a woman who, for two years, went on six days, six dates a week to Whoa. save money. Um, yeah, <clears throat> buckle up, there, sweet pappy. Uh, Vivian too, and I, I want. There's a couple things that I want to read you and just get your response to okay um uh okay just wait a second (laughs) let me just talk to myself for a second we are filming this this is going to be released you have a daughter you have a mother you have a sister you have a girlfriend lock it up vivian too an ex-wall street trader who gained millions of followers on tiktok and instagram for often sharing finance tips who Uses the username, your rich BFF. This is all the opening sentence. That's a tough bio. You know when you read a comic's bio and you're like, never watching this fucking show. Uh, (laughs) That's to be a a ex-Wall Street trader turned TikTok and Instagram star under the name, your rich BFF. Yeah. She gained 700 followers just by the guy she dated. The that's I don't know if you have I don't know if you can have a worse combo of former jobs like for me personally sure. like if you add a viral video star to ex Wall Street trader like what do you got to be like former dog napper <laughs> turned woman who did all that shit to Seal's face right like you got to go a pretty long direction to have uh, to have a more unlikable resume yeah, is right. what I'm getting at here. Anyway, uh, she she said, when they say women are, she posted. Now, are we sure that's how you want to say it? I am 
fucking positive that's how I want to do it. Okay, just I have me, never just, been more we positive. Can, we can cut this. Hey, yeah, no, I know it's Sunday, but um, so I'm doing the podcast, and my co-host is talking about a woman that went on several dates to save money, and uh, he's decided to read what she has said. He's never heard her. He has decided to read it like this. It's like this. Okay. All right. That's what I said. I fucking know. Okay. Dude, lawyer. So this, she posted a, a You know thing. she was from Philadelphia. She, she posted a thing. So there's this... This 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 thing that's happening in culture. You're familiar with the idea of dunking on someone on the internet. Sure, absolutely. It's where somebody says, "I I went to the store yesterday," and then somebody else comes on and is like, "That store is terrible for this reason," and you're a fucking asshole. Dunk. Dunk. Yeah, that's oh, we did it. We fucking crushed her. Um, and so somehow that trend became the trend where people still do the dunking, sure. but it's not an interaction anymore. They do the, when somebody says blankety blank, like when somebody says, how do you afford anything, but you're making $2,800 a day with your side hustle, right? It turned into honk. It turned into that. Yeah. And yeah. then that turned into doing that on top of pictures of people dancing and so it's like when people told me not to have any more kids but my husband and i just had number six and they're dead (laughs) and (laughs) i'm not following this conversation at all but i could watch you do the fucking elaine all day long So, so that's what Vivian. I think I drool. That's what Vivian Two has done. Vivian Two. It's like a picture of her. She's dancing or some stupid shit, and she puts it up with the quote: "When they say women are bad with money, but you used to go on six dates a week to avoid paying for groceries." So that's that's the dunk. She keep your keep your phone on. He he won't listen. He's doing it. Yeah, no, I don't. I can I sever myself? Okay. So she So she went on 6 dates a week to save money on groceries for 2 years to save money on groceries. I mean, what kind of fucking dates are these? Oh, to say oh, to get dinner. To get dinner. I, so in my head, you thought she was I, taking dates yes, to the grocery. Yes, I did. I thought you were like, "Can we stop by Whole Foods before we go home?" <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. Just like, "Hey, I'm full right now, but wouldn't after you fuck me for dinner, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if we had a nice breakfast with some fresh fruit?" So here's her reasoning. Back then, I was working. Is that better? Uh, no, it is not. Back then, I was working as an equity trader and making $95,000 a year. But then, my expenses were very high, she explained. I was living in Manhattan and paying rent for my apartment in Hell's Kitchen. It wasn't that easy to get groceries. The market closest to my apartment was incredibly expensive, so I never felt comfortable shopping there. Instead, I would haul my butt on the subway 15 blocks to Trader Joe's. 15! 
15 blocks. <laughs> 15 blocks. Takes me 40 minutes to drive her a fucking car estimate, and now I need two of them. 15 blocks? Vivian, two. It wasn't easy, and I really had to think strategically about what I was buying. Imagine you've experienced a tragedy. Yeah. And you're just trying to spend some time on your phone. Yeah. And here's someone selling the the sad tale of not being able to afford their apartment in Hell's Kitchen. And so they have to take the treacherous track of yeah. 15 blocks to Trader Joe's, which, by the way, nicer than the soda grocery stores. Absolutely. Us and you're also not going to get mugged on your way back because Daredevil lives in Hell's Kitchen. Everybody knows that. He's going to fucking be blind and ninja kick somebody with his blind stick. How much would you need to to save? Because the number is going to... Number's going to upset you. How much would you need to save in groceries to go on six dates a week for two years? I'm, I'm going to take an answer from both of you here. Uh, so, Brandon, put your answer in your brain. Chad, how much money... Do you need to save to go on six dates a week? Um, n- no. <laughs> no. I don't have the energy to go on six dates a week. There's no fucking chance. I don't want to meet that many new people. And first of all, I have to drive 12 minutes to get groceries. Drive In a car, mm-hmm. I have to drive 12 minutes to get groceries. 15 blocks? I'm, I'm upset with Vivian, too. You, you feel like my opinion is more war- my my impression is more warranted now. Can I tell him? I think he should have gone harder. Brandon, what's your number? I don't know either. I don't know. Great, this is we're really good. well. Sourced, I'll tell you this: sourced some great I'll, answers I'll from the this. producer and the co-host on if, this one. If if going on dates got me a new pair of shoes every time. Mm-hmm. then I would do that. Six days a week? But groceries? $16,000. It was only $16,000. It's during two years? You had to, she went on, by math, 624 dates and only saved $16,000. And and she also said, she added the worst thing that happened, and I go easy here. But the worst thing that happened to her during this entire stretch was that she had to endure a few bad dates, including one man who spent 90 minutes talking about how amazing he was and how much money he made, only to make her split the bill with him. Good. You, so, you... Who, who in, in 2023... That's, that's a pretty good draw on 624 absolutely. dates, that that's your worst one? But I will tell you this, 2023. I went on two. I went on two dates when I was in my 20s, within a span of two weeks, with two different girls who both knew all the names of the potential children they wanted to have. And the worst thing that happened yeah. to you was a guy was who was rich made you split the bill. You have to expect that. Mm-hmm. You cannot demand equality, and then expect a man to pay for dinner on the first date. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a hard stance against that. Sure. Hard. Hard stance against that. Does it say how many times she got to have sex? Yeah, here's the thing. I am... 
for sure letting i'm not just going to take the groceries if you're like okay hey you are going to go on 624 dates you're going to save sixteen thousand dollars and someone's going to plow you a bunch like a bunch of people are going to plow you a bunch i go okay okay that's a pretty good that is pretty good though like if you're if you're if you're if you're single if you're a slot of either gender like if you're a slot this is a good system even if you're but it doesn't say anything about being a slot in here right nothing right and that's my main problem with her is that she was taking these free dinners and not giving it? No. Oh. No, don't you do that to me. Well, it sounded like that's what you were saying. That's absolutely not what I was I saying. I actually, what I heard was, in your voice. No. I heard you say. No. I just think that she should have been given no. out to push. No, no. That's what I. That's wildly inaccurate. You didn't cut that out, did you, Brandon? Okay, because that's. He said, "I did not say she that she should have been." I'm just saying, given I know who goes out on 624 dates. I do want to know the sex ratio, not for the other people. No one, no one, no one gets to have sex with someone else because they want to date with them. I'm just saying, oh, like, of course not. If I'm going on 624 dates, there's a percentage of sex I need to have on those dates that makes me go, "God, I kind of want to fucking jump off a cliff because of all the dates I just went on." Right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that wasn't all first dates. Maybe a couple of them were fourth, fifth dates mm. where you get naked and do some naked stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know anything about that. Okay. It's true. We don't know anything about we don't know anything about this, and I didn't research it any better than anything else we ever do. Well, I will tell you this. I know for a fact I looked it up. Vivian One died of AIDS. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.